Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Uh, this podcast is on mental fortitude. With me is Crystal. Crystal, how are you? I'm okay this week. I really need this podcast about mental fortitude because I've been having breakdowns all week. I feel like I'm going insane. So thank you for doing this podcast on this subject. Uh, that's good. Uh, I hope other people are like insane. me. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, clearing up, going insane, things like that. That's all part of the process of cleaning up. So which is really good for you guys. Okay. So what is the benefits of having mental fortitude? Obviously, you're much calmer, less stressed out. Right. Things, well, things in life, uh, things in life just come naturally easy for you. You know, if you have that stability deep within you, right, you automatically create stability around you. So like you said, things happen to you easier. Things actually magically appear when you need them or uh, the people, places, things, remedies, whatever that you need will start coming into you automatically. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's the benefits. It's, it's, just, it's just an easier, say, way of creating your life. Right. You go with the flow Struggle. more. <laughs> well, the flow, you actually dictate the flow rather mm-hmm. than going with the flow. You control the flow ahead of time. So you're prepared. It's kind of have, like having a red carpet roll out in front of you as you mm-hmm. go through life. How good is that? <laughs> I like, well, I love red carpets. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so when you, what is EI's definition of mental fortitude? Uh, EI's definition of mental fortitude is, you know, no matter what happens on the outside, your environment, mm-hmm. okay, there's always, imagine like there's a candle deep within you. Uh, that candle never flickers, never wa- wavers, never gets put out. It's always a constant. It's always solid, uh, no matter what's happening outside you, uh, emotionally, physically, uh, or any other, say, realm that you could think about. You're always a constant. You're always a connected to that pure source connection or your higher self. So is it about your mind, about being connected to your mind, or is it about connecting your spirit, your mind, everything from mental fortitude? Uh, EI's definition is mm-hmm. really connecting much, much higher, you know, controlling your mind. Uh, you know, a lot of the thoughts, things like that, that happen are really, uh, you know, pre-programs that come through. So even say the things that you think about, uh, again, are at a higher level or at a spirit level. So uh, again, the EI, uh, is from spirit level fortitude mm-hmm. coming down or raining down on you. It's almost so, like allowing your mind to be clear and to to bring down that knowledge, to have that sure. fortitude. Sure. Uh, there's lots of physical ways to clear your mind, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people try that. But then uh, it takes a lot of, say, mental fortitude or, or willpower mm-hmm. to keep your mind clear, right? You always have to, say, uh, meditate. You always have to do certain mantras or whatever that you do to clear your mind up, right? Uh, but if you did, say, mental fortitude at a higher level... Mm-hmm. like we're talking about through EI, uh, your mind just stays naturally clear. And at the end of this uh, podcast recording, you're doing a meta-healing, which is a meditation mm-hmm. and healing in one. And and how is that going to help us with our mental fortitude? Uh, the way it helps you is that it's an introduction for many people mm-hmm. to hold on, because that's what mental fortitude for many individuals is to say, hold on to a belief system Right, and most individuals hold on to a belief system uh, that do does you no good, and that's why we have to have, say, mental fortitude or say some kind of thing to cling on to. Uh, this is another, say, thing to cling on to, but it is from spirit level. It is from your higher self. It's from your original frequency, and that's really the only thing that you can hold on to that won't disappear, won't degrade, uh, won't distort you. So that's why this meta healing is very, very important, actually. Uh, and it'll actually keep you, say, sane, especially for those individuals who aren't, say, that stable or mm-hmm. who get emotionally distorted. So That sounds beautiful. And, you know, we've, we've said it before in previous podcasts. I know you say it a lot. Uh, but you can also re-listen to these meta healings over and over again. And each time yeah. you listen to it, it'll help you in a different way. Mm-hmm. If, if you're feeling stressed out or in breakdown or just having a lot of the anxiety, would it be mm-hmm. beneficial to listen to this mental fortitude meta-healing? Yes. 
Yes, as, uh, and that's why I think I was kind of talking about um, uh, detox or how mm-hmm. people say breakdown. Because if you are, say, distorted, if you are uh, easily, say, pushed around and so on, if you are afraid, right, or controlled or being controlled, um, as you break away from those patterns, you're going to go through those patterns at a much higher, say, level. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's very important for you to listen to these bad feelings as you're going through, uh, because then you don't get distorted uh, or you don't connect to somebody else or something else that's going to distort you later on. Uh, this is, say, the safest place to, say, hold on to while you're going through this process. And then if you're not in breakdown, if you're feeling pretty good, I imagine that this meta healing will just enhance that. Uh, yes, this meta healing will enhance that uh, kind of like a warrior, uh, although I don't used to like to use that example because you're not going into war, you're not going to battle. But you know how a warrior, a strong warrior, especially through you know some of the films that we see today, they're really prepared and set for everything that happens to them, mm-hmm. right? They're just mm-hmm. right there so that it'll prepare you for that. So Beautiful. Yeah, it's very nice. So you mentioned uh, mental fortitude and willpower. Mm-hmm. What's the connection between the two? Well, there's an EI connection, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously a higher level, higher value. You know, when we talk about willpower, you know, people think it's the same thing as a mental fortitude and it kind of is. But, you know, once you say gain control, uh, once you say command your space, the mental fortitude, that's where real mental fortitude, say, comes into play. You know, the things that people have, uh, and let's talk about, uh, addictions, mm-hmm. uh, okay? Because you know, addictions—it's uh, kind of like an extreme example. Say you're addicted to something, you take mental fortitude, say, to stay away or to stay clean or sober or whatever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the EI's definition of addiction is like, well, you just change your frequency. And for example, me—I don't need to drink or you know, smoke or anything like that. I just am, right? So there's no willpower needed. There's no mental fortitude needed at this level. Does that make sense for mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm. So most people's definition is like, again, trying to stay sane or where we are, right? Uh, it actually comes from, from just tapping into the group, trying to protect yourself to stay secure and safe. Mm-hmm. That's what mental fortitude for many people is. Even at the higher levels, even the, at the higher level income levels or the higher level intelligence levels uh, that I'm seeing uh, as I tap into the group. Um, the EI's definition, uh, oh, let me back up. Those patterns really uh, are programs that are running in you, say that dictate your life, that control your life. And now say you're awakened to it or you're aware of it, but you don't know how to resolve it. So it takes a lot of power to pull yourself out or keep, say, sane. Uh, the EI, again, I help you change your frequency. And then there's no addiction patterns. You stay stable and strong, as is. Okay? Uh, mental fortitude, the EI's definition. So most of the people, most of the things that people struggle with, uh, again, are really patterns, programs that run. You don't need, say, mental fortitude. Where mental fortitude starts coming in is, say, that strengthening, that connection between, say, physical reality and spirit reality. You need the mental fortitude, say, to mesh or bond the two together. So you start living in, say, f- complete frequencies or f- through spirit body here in physical form. It takes a lot of mental fortitude to stay in this space. Uh, and not get distorted. Uh, and that's why there's very few people, you know, like at the levels of Buddha or Jesus or, you know, those type of individuals, uh, because most people don't have that mental fortitude to go into those higher levels without destroying themselves. Does so, that make sense? Yeah, it was very interesting. <clears throat> um, yeah. So willpower, so you do need the willpower to essentially focus on your mental fortitude while you're building it up. Of course, Yes. And then once you, and then I guess my question is, you know, mental fortitude kind of, is it the same thing as like mental being mentally fit, mental fitness? Uh, it's, it's, it, it is, it's one that helps the other. You could look at it that way. Sure. I can, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it is, it, it is always a, just a process of say strengthening if mm-hmm. you, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, and you know, the, the Moss work is really about say that exercise about strengthening. So yes, it is. 
which will, which will share the moss work at the end of our conversation before you get into the yes. meta healing. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's, it's, it's yeah. going to be a lot more challenging than it seems. Yes, <laughs> it is. You know, and just Crystal, you know, just tapping into the group, there's mm-hmm. so many say, uh, um, needy type individuals. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I don't mean needy by, um, you know, physical neediness, uh, but there's a neediness at a spirit level. Uh, that's coming out or coming forward this time around. So, mm-hmm. um, so I don't I don't know why that is, but uh, why well, I I um, let's just kind of work on that for a second or two. Because <sighs> what happens is, is as you get needy, mm-hmm. um, this is kind of ties in with mental fortitude. Um, most of us who get needy or want security, we lash out, not lash out, but reach out to somebody else that uh, is going to, that that we think is going to be secure for us or happy or mm-hmm. keep us happy, right? Or or safe. Uh, and then what happens is that they distort us even more. We find that we can't find that completeness. So it's kind of working on people just to bring them back into their own space. Uh, and again, that's what this Amanda healing is going to be about it bringing you the, your strength into your own space. So here we go. Feels better. I don't know if you feel that. I, I, I don't know. Well, I think it makes sense uh, why you're feeling it because yeah. I, I think that the world is, is desperate for mental fortitude. Yes. Uh, and maybe that's why it's like the, the, the people who are listening to the four uh, podcast are like coming towards me and wanting to cling on to me for that mm-hmm. mental fortitude. Right. Uh, it doesn't work that way, guys. That's why you have to go from one thing to the other to the other. Uh, nobody can help you. Again, it's that inner core, uh, that inner light that shines, that strength that shines deep within you that keeps you say, safe, sane, abundant. People can, you know, certainly guide others, to, but it's about people finding it within themselves to yes, have the mental fortitude. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you mentioned something when you were explaining mental fortitude and the energy it takes to, to be it and to live it. Is, mm-hmm. is there a connection with control? You know, like you have to control your mind. You have to control what your thoughts, you know, what you think becomes a reality. Is that, you know, you hear that a lot, at least, you know, those mantras. Is that um, connected to mental fortitude? You know, because if you think you're happy, you can, can you make yourself happy? If you think you're sad, you know, you'll make yourself more sad. Like... Sure. Uh, at some level, you know, there's some truth to it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, let's just say that uh, over 90, 95% of what happens to you is really, say, dictated by programs, uh, apps and so on. Uh, apps, if you will, that run and dictate w- even what you think about, mm-hmm. right? So yes, the other 10%, 5, 10% that is available for you is for you to, say, play around with what's... Um, uh, so you can actually say materialize. So people think that, well, if I think happy thoughts, uh, then things are going to turn out happy. And, you know, it's a hit or miss situation. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, the reason being, uh, how can you be, say, more consistent in being happier just naturally, right? Because a lot of the people that I tap into or come in to see me, you know, for the private sessions and so on, you know, yes, they're happy and so on, but there's this underlying say, uh, tension, always say they're trying to suppress. So that's what most people think mental fortitude is about, say, controlling their lives so they can stay stable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, guys, that's a simple process uh, through EI uh, because you're removing the frequencies that distort you. uh, And then mental fortitude is actually used to, say, really enhance you. So it's a very, it's a different flip on, on, or a different, uh, same coin, uh, but the different side of mental fortitude. Did that, did that make sense? It it, it makes sense, but it also seems like people, is there a possibility that people make it more complicated than it is? Like by, by running all these programs and these distortions and like saying like, oh, I have to take control. I have to do this, you know, rather than just being, True. Uh, and, you know, instead of, say, trying to take control, because what you're trying to take control of and how most people, say, resolve their issues uh, is, again, through mental fortitude, like forcing yourself 
mm-hmm. know, to stay sober, for example, or forcing yourself not to spend too much or whatever it is. Uh, again, if you worked at a deeper core level, you don't have to force yourself. You just naturally are. So people are actually like they're becoming aware as, say, the world opens up or expands. More and more people are be- awakening. They're becoming aware of their issues around uh, them. And they're mm-hmm. trying to resolve it at a physical because that's their first, say, uh, intention or that's mm-hmm. their first. Well, that's what they're used to. You know, they're not, say, um, they're not really open up to the higher realms. They're not really open to, say, what's beyond this physical realm uh, or this physical space. So they think whatever they need to do uh, or whatever solution that they have to deal with what they're feeling is at a physical level uh, or emotional level in this case. Uh, But it's really not. Okay. And then what about, like, you know, I've heard the word like uh, triggers. Like what if you get in a fight with someone or you lose your job or, you know, you get a ticket, something happens to trigger your emotional stability. Um, how does that affect your, your mental fortitude? Uh, depends on how, uh, um, strong you are mentally. Right. 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 So, uh, yeah. Uh, there's, you know, there's tons of triggers, you know, those things are like common triggers, mm-hmm. um, you know, or easily triggers, but you know, what about say the daily triggers that happen to you every day that goes unnoticed that right. starts to control your life over and over again? You know, most people don't even uh, aren't aware of all the tiny little things that people might say and so on like that. Uh, people that control you, mm-hmm. right. Uh, that they always keep say under, keep you under their thumb. You know, those things go unnoticed. Um, uh, sad to say, at a spirit level, the same thing happens to people who are controlled and those things get unnoticed. How can people gauge where they're at? If for people that are listening to this, you know, where can they, how can they tell how strong their mental fortitude is? How can they tell how strong their mental fortitude? Well, mm-hmm. it's for me, it's pretty easy. It's like, uh, do you stay stable? Is that candle deep within you? Uh, does that keep, say, constant? Or does it flicker uh, every time somebody says something to you? Uh, or do you get distorted? You know, it's, it's, it's a and pretty then, easy test. Well, and then what if people say, like, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe I say this sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just really passionate. <laughs> I do say that. I'm just passionate. Uh, I'm not upset. I'm just passionate. Is that, an, like, is that maybe an excuse for being not stable or... No, well, just tapping into you, hon, you're, you're, uh, you are truly passionate. You fight for what's right or what you think is right, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's different, they say, than, than saving your space. You know, you're, you're, you're secure at a level. So, Interesting. Uh, but most people that want mental fortitude, mm-hmm. uh, they're insecure at some level. I mean, we all have insecurities. Yes. Uh, but, uh, right? So uh, most individuals who want mental fortitude, uh, again, is at a lower level. Mm-hmm. So being passionate at those lower levels, it's just that you're trying to, say, define or you're trying to protect what you believe in, although what you believe in is not accurate at all. Uh, again, <laughs> it's trying to f- protect your territory. Right. You know, a lot of people are really, really defensive, mm-hmm. right? And they think they're fighting for something. They're really not they're very, very weak internally, uh, and they sense at a higher level uh, always people trying to say control them or blend into them. Mm-hmm. Even at spirit level, there's people that that say just force themselves into them, uh, and they're always say just like a dog trying to protect their space. Mm-hmm. You know, always defensive, always argumentative. That's why uh, there's there's a few people that I've worked on, uh, um, you know, that were say friends with. Uh, you remove that space and they become really calm and content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a lot of different, say, variations or um, uh, reasons why we think mental fortitude is what's needed, uh, but it's, uh, it's really, say, for the wrong reasons. And then it's interesting, too, like, you know, some people, they get, they might scream or yell or cry mm-hmm. or, you know, you can see them in breakdown and it's very obvious that they're having a breakdown. Right. Um, but there's so many people out there that are doing all of that internally. Yeah, oh yeah. I was just going to say that there's so many people. Yeah, yeah. They have that, um, you know, that outside facade, but mm-hmm. internally they're dying. Uh, so they use 
or they try to use a mental fortitude mm-hmm. to control. But mm-hmm. deep down inside, it gets worse and worse and worse. And that's where a lot of di- the diseases that happen, mm-hmm. that's where, say, tension or stress, right? They say tension and stress causes a, like 100% of the diseases that they have. Yeah. It's not really true. Uh, it's just that we keep everything, say, bottled. It's because those programs, it, it's if you don't let those programs that are destroying you, say, mm-hmm. run, run, or if you don't delete them, they'll destroy you uh, internally. Kind of like, you know, damming water up, mm-hmm. right? Eventually that dam is going to break. And that's where we get stressed. That's where we get diseased. Uh, in reality, the EI's definition of stress actually, say, enhances uh, and gets that adrenaline going so you can enhance and get strong. And we had a podcast on that, on EI's definition mm-hmm. of stress. That was a great podcast. Yeah. yeah. So I would love, if, if you don't mind, could you share your journey to mental fortitude? Yes. Uh, and this will really, really say open you up to the higher, say, values of mental fortitude. Because once you, say, define yourself uh, or understand the higher values of, of mental fortitude, you know, what you're struggling at a physical reality, guys, is really, really simple. Uh, you know, I always tell people that, you know, what you guys struggle with in the physical realm is actually, say, 1% of what really, say, dictates your life. The other 99% you guys aren't even, say, aware of, uh, or some of you are aware of, but then you don't know how to, say, reprogram yourself or take control of that 99%. So this mental fortitude, again, is the EI's definition. So when I went through mental fortitude, and many people who, say, I open these realities up to, they, they go through the same space. Um, is after I had my second near-death experience, I went through a lot of dark times. And these dark times, it it does feel like you're losing your mind. In fact, you know, my wife thought I was losing my mind. Um, um, I had some illness-type issues. You know, I was allergic to corn at the time, too. Uh, I didn't know about, uh, I'd go to these doctors and go, oh, he's losing his mind. So that just kept perpetuating the fact that, hey, I was losing my mind. Um, but all those are, say, triggers for the, your darker self to, say, take control over you. So that's where mental, mental fortitude really comes in. Um, as you, say, journey higher and higher and higher into, say, the higher, well, the higher realms, okay, uh, the mental fortitude is used to keep you, say, in balance or in harmony. So, so, so imagine this, you, most people who want to ascend higher or, uh, yeah, who want to ascend higher, uh, or get pure, right. Or get more connected, right. Or get more abundant. What do they do? They always want to stay away from the dark or what destroys them, right. Or what keeps them uncomfortable and go towards the light. Does that make sense mm-hmm. so far? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really not true. That's that that paradigm is not true at all. You're not going away from one and going towards the other. Uh, imagine that on say on your left side is the light, on your right side is the darkness. Okay? You are ascending. You, there's a ladder in between, and you're ascending higher and higher and higher. Okay? Uh, if you fall off the ladder, either way, uh, you'll get destroyed. Okay. So mental fortitude is is there for you to stay stable and strong as you climb up that ladder. So so what happens is is as my journey it took about three four years to get to say the level that I'm at. For you guys, it's probably easier because I've you know kind of paved the road for you. But I went through a lot of times where you had to stay say sane. Because uh, because the realities that start coming into you are so dark, uh, they you start to say lose your mind. That's where true mental fortitude comes when you start to say sane or start say uh, keep say balanced, no matter what your emotional mind st- throws out at you. Um, by the way, anything that happens in the emotional state is much much stronger than what happens to you physically. So. Um, did that make sense to you? Yeah, Crystal? I would just, I yeah. Continue on, well, but, I'd love uh, to hear more about your personal journey with it. Um, okay. Yeah, sure. when because when you say you had a couple years, what does mm-hmm. that, well, I think a lot of people um, need to hear this and like to relate to okay. it, you know? And what does that mean you had a couple years of it? Like what, 
How were you feeling during those years? Were you hiding behind a blanket? Like what was going on? Oh, no. And that's, this is what's really say important about say mental fortitude or stability. Okay. So let me just give you an example. Mm -hmm. Uh, As I, as I went into, after my second near death experience, uh, I was able to go into different realities. Okay. Uh, And these different realities, uh, they would just happen to me. So in this one example, I was walking through uh, into the hallway of my house, uh, into the living room. Uh, And at the time my house was under construction, there's a big sheet of glass that was there waiting for it to be installed. My kids were playing on there uh, next to the sheet of glass. And as I walk through, you know, you melt into another reality uh, where the sheet of glass, a breaks and just like slices off, uh, you know, decapitates my, uh, the three of my kids that were playing there. Uh, and then the reality is it becomes so real for you because there is a reality that that could happen, right? Uh, you jump into those realities. Okay? And uh, well, if you are, say, not complete or if you don't have that internal mental fortitude to stay sane, uh, you would go crazy in that instance and you would perpetuate that reality or make that reality mesh into this reality. So, so keeping safe, keeping sane, right, uh, pulls you back into the real reality that you're in and pulls it back. Um, to, it removes the other reality that could have happened. Did that make sense? Um, yeah. Or no. So you were, you were kind of sounds like you're a bit paranoid or you were just having control issues. Like, uh, it's yeah. I mean, to your level of understanding, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it sounds, or to say a psychologist level of understanding, well, that's just hallucinations. You're going through some mental stress and so on like that. Uh, no, it's really not. Uh, you know, it's interesting enough. Uh, cause I, I kept thinking that too, cause I'm a computer programmer, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not really about that, Crystal. It's really about uh, going into, say, other realities where that reality, say, could happen and meshing the two together. And it sounds, say, different or it sounds like uh, you can't, say, wrap your head around it. But, you know, it's interestingly enough that, you know, as I was, say, cleaning the carpet or as I was hanging out in that same area, I, was, I saw, say, shards of glass, uh, you know, on the carpet where that reality started to say mesh into this reality. So that's where you have to say, keep in, keep in check, Mm -hmm. keep in your higher space. Did that make sense? Mm -hmm. I could tell you others where, you know, you feel like you're, um, well, sinking in like the, the, and, and the sounds like, you know, I'm going mentally crazy. Uh, really not, you know, it's like you're in, you're in the living room, or I was, uh, I'm in the living room and then all of a sudden uh, the living room starts, say, washing away. And again, you think it's your, say, mental uh, state, right? You're getting disillusioned uh, and so on like that. Uh, and you're falling in or you're getting sucked into, say, a lake and you know that you're going to drown. Okay. Uh, anyway, you keep stable or you keep safe and then... Uh, you come back into this reality and you, again, you think it's a hallucination and so on like that. Uh, but then you realize, or I realize that my pant legs, you know, up to my knees were just like damp and wet. So, you know, it really starts to like play tricks upon you. It's like, well, how did that happen? I didn't move anywhere, but why is my pant legs wet? Like I was getting sucked in. So did that make sense? Yeah. And so, so during this time, why do you, you call this the dark days because it was confusing or? Well, the dark days is because, you know, as, and, and this is where mental fortitude, again, the EI's definition of mental fortitude is if you don't say stay stable, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that go mentally crazy. Mm-hmm. So the higher you go up in this, this, this layer, the, the more you can master, but the chances are the stakes get higher and higher for you to go mentally, say, uh, unstable. Uh, if you go jump off onto, jump into say the right side, the bright side of, of, you know, the pure side, right. Completely off into the pure side, you'll go mentally unstable and die pretty quick. If you go over into the dark side, okay. Uh, you'll get chances are you'll get addicted to things. You'll get darker and darker and darker. And that's where a lot of the addictions and so on in family cultures, 
uh, and family lineages happen from that. So mental stability keeps you sane as you climb up this ladder. So when you were experiencing these types of situations that were really taking you mm-hmm. out of your out of your element and pushing your boundaries as to what you had previously known, how were right. you utilizing mental fortitude to keep yourself going essentially? Yes, and that's the moss work that we're going to do mm-hmm. on uh, yes, so the mental fortitude is actually realizing what time frame you're in. That's really what mental fortitude is about, uh, understanding the time frame that you're in mm-hmm. and understanding the reality that you're in. So uh, if you look at it at a broader, broader perspective, you know, you've, you're here in a three-dimensional world, but then there's a space-time dimension that comes in and that's what keeps you, say, stable. And that's what mental fortitude is about, although right. we think it's, say, a physical consciousness or physicalness of this world of keeping, you know, uh, paying the bill on time or, you know, keeping your bank account, whatever, or staying away from drugs or anything like that. You know, we use mental fortitude at a very lower level, but it's not really for that. Uh, those things come easy for you once you understand it from a grander perspective. Um, even after people listening to this podcast, uh, I can guarantee you that people who have had, say, addiction problems and so on like that, uh, they'll just see they don't have addiction problems. So please write in uh, and comment in uh, on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'll, they'll see it from a different perspective. They'll feel well, it. They'll be, they'll be it from a different truth. Uh, yes. So what do you think about, you know, in those types of situations where you're, where you're fighting the dark days or you're going through breakdowns and you're upset? Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about today's society, how common it is to just prescribe antidepressants such as Zoloft to kind of mask oh. those feelings so you can continue on day to day? Yes. You know, most of those things, uh, again, those realities, uh, again, most individuals, why they have, say, uh, depression or anxiety and so on like that is because they're not in the present moment. Right. Uh, those realities, they happened to me because I got sucked away from the present moment. Um, so the, the, what happens, sadly enough, is those people, uh, they're already not uh, aware of themselves. So there's a lot of reasons why. But in general, what happens is when you have prescription medications like that, that distort time for you, because that's what it does, uh, distorts time for you. It makes it easier for, say, the darkness to come into you, if you will. It makes it easier for you to disconnect from time even more. It makes it easier for your spirit to separate from your physical form even more. And then that's why more people need more and more or higher and higher doses to stay stable. That makes sense mm-hmm. for you. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's why those addictions uh, of those things happen. That's why, you know, there's a side effect on those prescription medications that um, what, what do you want to call them? This uh, anti-anxiety medications and so on. They have a side effect of, of, of suicide or people causing death and so on. The reason being is because they get disconnected so far off between them and their physical self. Um, it is a death space. It has to create, it has to create death here in this world because you're dying at a spirit level your spirit thinks that you're you're physically say disconnected it has to show up as death here or some sort of mutilation here and that's why those drugs have side effects like that so it's not really the best um if you're going to take anything like that guys again i'm not a doctor or anything like that uh you know use them using them at a lower level because in in very few instances yeah i think statistics i think over 70 percent and don't quote me on this but 70 percent of the u.s is on some kind of antidepressants or something like that right or some sort of mood type um if you're gonna you can but a very few number okay, who really need them should be on them. Mm-hmm. Okay? All the other ones that are there, I would say like say 10% of, of the population uh, who are using them are actually validated to use them mm-hmm. because they have some kind of say chemical or hormonal balance that is needed by medication to adjust. So uh, everybody else is really say distorted programs that keep running and those medications will distort you even more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, 
so uh, before we jump into the moss work, is there anything else you'd like to say about mental fortitude? Uh, mental fortitude, again, it is a higher value. Uh, I know many of you are looking for, say, physical resolution. So this, this podcast will actually help you physically uh, because your spirit is getting, say, the knowledge and the information that it's needed. Okay, so you'll stay, say, more stable, brighter, uh, more content automatically without having to work for, uh, work on it. So, um, and that's where real mental fortitude happens, right? Where you don't have to say work on it; you just are, no matter what happens on the outside. So, uh, that's where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. It's a sense of peace, inner peace. Yes, exactly, exactly. So what, you don't have to work at inner peace. It just happens for you. You just naturally are. And it's about clearing out the distortions. Yes. To, to get to that, back to your authentic self and back to that inner peace. Yes. So what is the moss work for this podcast? <laughs> the moss work, I called it, uh, you know, we we're kind of talking about joking about it, is having that poker face, mm-hmm. no matter what happens for you. Uh, so just delve right into it you know, or go deeper in, on what I mean by that. You know, people have a po- poker voice. They have that facade that, that, that you have uh, a good number of you anyway, right? No matter what happens on the inside or outside of you, you have that, oh, I'm just happy. I'm just in control and so on. But deep down, you know, you're burning up. Uh, you're, get, you're destroying yourself. That's not the poker face I'm talking about. It's the internal poker face. Uh, that I'm talking about. So start out small, no matter what situation you're in, you know, just stay, if you can, in that neutral space. The meta healing will help you with that, okay, by focusing in on your, say, core level. Um, And you'll start to see that you can, say, separate yourself from your environment. So, so So the moss work, as you go through your daily life is not to have, say, any emotion, good or bad, because both emotions can be, say, used against you uh, if you're not in control of them. Uh, just to stay, say, stable and neutral, not only on the outside, but then on the inside as well, where you just don't feel anything. And I know that says that's counterintuitive. It's like, well, what if I feel happy and mm-hmm. so on? Uh, again, if you're feeling happy, a lot of times, uh, well, not a lot of times, but a good number of times from what I'm seeing. Uh, it's it's just a facade that you have. It's an empty happiness. You'll see what true joy is uh, if you can, say, maintain that stability deep inside you. Because, so it's interesting, you're using some words here. So, you know, you have the poker face or not showing emotions on your face is what you mm-hmm. want to yes. do internally is, is yes. kind of just to not be emotional, just notice everything. Right. And then you were saying it's, you know, like what if you see a smiling little baby and you're happy, you're probably going to discover that it's about your inner peace and you're just kind of navigating in that. Yes. That, that being inner the peace whole will time. start to show up. Yes. So it's really detaching uh, any, say, conditional um patterns that are attached to the emotions that you're feeling. That's why I say either good or bad. You know, if you stay, maintain stability and not show any emotion, your emotions will recalibrate. I think we talked, we did a podcast on emotions. Mm -hmm. So your emotions will recalibrate into its truer self. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So that that sounds like a a challenging uh, moss work. You know, how long do we... Need, do you recommend that we try this for all day? Oh, that sounds tiring. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't try it all day because it is tiring. But, you know, just start <laughs> out small. You know, just try it for a minute or two or less if you can't handle that. Uh, and then work your way up, right? Uh, I mean, I did it for three, four years, mm-hmm. you know, at the higher, higher levels. And that's why I say I master the higher levels. I master the bright side as well as the dark mm-hmm. side. I control both sides, right? Uh, so depending on how, say, gung-ho you are, if you really want to master the higher realms, uh, then do it as often as you can. Uh, if you're just there to, say, uh, have some physical abundance and so on like that, you know, don't do it as often. But yeah, you'll see for yourself. Uh, you'll get, say, drawn into the right time frame that you need. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, well, I am looking forward to this meta-healing. Thank you, Moss, for sharing your insight. Thank you. It's amazing. Beautiful. Uh, Yeah. And and thanks for listening, guys.
All right, uh, so let's go ahead and get started. Again, whether you're new uh, to the podcast or you've been a seasoned listener, let's just jump, jump right in. Let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in, whether you're sitting, standing, lying down. And if you are new, preferably standing up. So I'll just give you a second or two to get comfortable in your position. Or if you're stuck in your patterns, uh, again, break free by standing up, doing something different. Taking a breath in, inhaling through the nose, holding it for a second or two. And then releasing, letting go, letting go through the mouth. Breath in again, just noticing your body, noticing your environment, noticing the position of your hands, your feet, your head. As you start to relax, you're probably feeling the muscles of the shoulders getting heavier. As the tension in your arms release, your limbs getting heavier as well, the arms, the legs. Deep breath in. We go deeper, getting more relaxed, letting go of, say, time so we can stay in the present. As I continue to generate those frequencies that help you transform and then help you, say, come into those deeper states readily. You know, some of you, a lot of you actually have issues with getting into deeper state, just bypassing all that for you, as you've noticed. All you have to do, pay attention to your body, your stomach, your belly button, the tip of your nose, whatever it might be. And while you pay attention to your body, perhaps I'm wondering how many other people are listening to the podcast Quite a few. How many people are listening to it at the same time you're listening to it? Again, reining in those resources, right? There's strength in numbers running with the group. It allows us that momentum to break down barriers. Free us from the bonds. Breath in again. Just noticing where you are. Asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? This meta healing is on mental fortitude. Lots of different variations on mental fortitude. Uh, deep breath in again. Just noticing your groin area, space right in front of uh, your spine. If there was a column that went right through the center of you, just bring that into light. It is a column of pure light, pure source. Nothing else. Nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with your physical form. Um, but a truer essence or a truer material, if it was a material, of, say, your real creation or what you are created of. Uh, again, frequencies, brilliant frequencies. There we go. give you a strong mental fortitude, a column of light that you can always hold on to, uh, no matter what you're going through. There we go. Because there is nothing physical they can hold on to at the levels 
that we're at, because everything is at spirit level. There we go. And as we breathe in, that column that's uh, created at the base for you, every time we breathe in, inhale as a group, let's expand that column so it gets higher and taller for you. Okay? So uh, deep breath in, uh, expanding it up to about your belly button height. As a note, many of you are familiar with energy systems of the body as I'm tapping in. Uh, this is very different, uh, although it'll say clean up, purify, uh, energize your energy systems, chakras, auras, and so on of the physical form. Byproduct. Breath in again. Uh, group breath in, coming into your solar plex, that height. So noticing that column within you, noticing the glow. Breath in again, uh, nice and deep into the chest space, uh, right below your collarbone. Noticing the circumference of that column, the thickness, say, of the material of that column, or is it a solid, say, column for you? Or is it a hollow tube, right? Noticing all those details, noticing that goes into the groin area. Breath in again, uh, going into the levels of the eyes. Noticing how you're feeling. And then again, breathing in from the groin all the way up to the top of your head. Feeling being that calm from the top of your head right into your core. Breath in again from the top of your head this time, a huge breath in. And then on the exhale, going down from the top, right down that column, through your chest, through your groin, right, imagine going right into the center of the earth, right? through the layers, right into the core. So it's one solid connection from the top of your head 
right into, again, the center of the earth. We can be solid, stable. A lot of other benefits. Mental fortitude. <sighs> Many people think it's controlling the outside, but it's really about staying stable within, having like, say, a candle that never flickers, never wavers, no matter what's happening outside of you. Uh, it's true mental fortitude. Always staying connected. Uh, always keeping your best, highest interest intact. No matter how uh, seductive the proposal might be. Noting your breath, noting uh, breathing in from that column, I'm going to let you be, you can stay in this space for as long as you'd like, uh, but as you breathe in deep breaths, not all the time, whenever you need to, uh, again, breathe in from the top of the head all the way down through your body right into the core. Okay. Again, notice what you notice. <sighs> 